on the next episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Today is a whiskey episode. We're going to be discussing these whiskeys. We have the Bernheim Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey, Barrel Proof, number A223. We have the Davies County Kentucky Straight Bourbon Lightly Toasted. We have the Jack Daniels Series Straight Tennessee Rye Whiskey finished in high toast maple barrels. The Jack Daniels Distillery Series Straight Tennessee Rye Whiskey finished in high toast oak barrels. The Jack Daniels Distillery Series Straight Tennessee Whiskey finished in toasted pecan wood chips. Jack Daniels Twice Barreled American Single Malt Whiskey. And from Redline, we have the Redline Elements Batch 1 and the Redline Cast Strength Barrel Number 142. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It's sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sipping time. Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 1.45 a.m. That's good because at 2 o'clock, you know what comes on? Cheers and good times. I don't even know how we compete with those two. Well, not good times. No. I mean, maybe cheers, but, you know, I mean, J.J. Walker in his prime, I seriously doubt anybody can. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. We're, we have to go earlier now. Because we are dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> we can definitely beat his commercials now, though. Yeah, the commercials are kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I mean, dude, he hadn't had a, really hadn't had a job in how long? So God bless him. He's still he's still going. Good for him. Well, this is Made Man Bob. Joining me today, our Made Man Brent. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Good old boy, Alan. Hey, it's been a while, and I'm proud to be back. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning. Excited to drink all this Southern whiskey and some Midwestern. As opposed to that Yankee whiskey? Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) I think think some of this is Yankee whiskey. Probably, yeah. Who am I kidding? I'll drink any whiskey you give me. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I have, you know, I, I yeah, no, we're, no we're inclusive, not yeah. exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I include as much as I can get into my gullet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, whiskey, and other things that you can drink. And today is a whiskey episode. We're going to be discussing these whiskeys. We have the Bernheim Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey, Barrel Proof, number A223. We have the Davies County Kentucky Straight Bourbon Lightly Toasted. We have the Jack Daniels Series Straight Tennessee Rye Whiskey finished in high toast maple barrels. 
the Jack Daniels Distillery Series Straight Tennessee Rye Whiskey finished in high toast oak barrels. The Jack Daniels Distillery Series Straight Tennessee Whiskey finished in toasted pecan wood chips. Jack Daniels Twice Barreled American Single Malt Whiskey. And from Redline, we have the Redline Elements Batch 1 and the Redline Cast Strength Barrel Number 142. So against my better judgment, we're going to go to Justin and ask him to do our SIPs ratings. You did have no judgment there. <laughs> yeah, I apologize in advance for everyone who's going to be offended by what's going to happen. Go ahead, Justin. Well, today we have Boss Hogg back from the 80s. It sounds like Red Fox. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lamont, go get me. Go get me. Yeah. No. Wheezy. Wheezy. <laughs> Lamont, dummy. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Water. That's Red Fox. I'm not man. buying it one bit. I'm not buying it one bit. Two sips. Nice. Roscoe, what else do you have? Well, isn't no. that nice? Still not he, did, he did give the Roscoe, though. So. Yeah, well, he got that. Three sips. Mm, interesting. What was this again? Interesting. That's what I said when I saw Daisy in those shorts the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my! I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Not his best work. No, no, no. Definitely not his best work. I'm just, I just keep hearing Red Fox. I keep waiting for him to go, Lamont, you big dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that Esther, we ain't here. I mean, Grady, go get me a bottle of Ripple. Yeah. I'm about to have the big one. I mean, five sips. I'm coming to see you, Elizabeth. Yeah. Five sips really should be things I've never heard in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Spreads top 10 countdown. Yeah, well, oh, oh, such oh. is life. Usually all you hear is get out. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and on that note, get out. Let's have Brent tell us about our first whiskey. Thanks, Bob. This first one is a Bernheim Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey Barrel Proof A223. It's 59.4%. Oh ABV, 118.8 proof. This is the inaugural release of the Bernheim Barrel Proof made with Heaven Hill's Wheat Whiskey Mash Bill, which is comprised of 51% wheat, 37% corn, and 12% malted barley. Following Heaven Hill's traditional barrel proof coating system, the letter A represents the first batch of the year. The first number represents the month of the release, with two indicating February. And finally, the last two digits indicates the corresponding year with 23, designating 2023. So the color of this one, it's, um, it's an 80s copper penny kind of color mm-hmm. like that. And the nose, we have a very typical, the vanilla, the little hints of cherry, the caramel. It's just a nice, very typical, what you would think of as a bourbon, not a whiskey. And then on the palate, and on the palate, it's, it's this beautiful creamy mouthfeel. You get this great coating. You got this vanilla. You got this caramel. Got the dark cherries. I love it. I mean, it's very bourbon like. And if you like a bourbon, 
this is going to be a whiskey for you. It's just, it's so close to a really good bourbon, but it's a whiskey and it's really good. You know, so the finish on this one is a medium to long finish. It's got a vanilla a cherry that kind of shines through on the finish. I'm just happy with it. I'm, I'm glad they came out with this. I'm glad this is their inaugural. I'll be looking forward to it, you know, as it goes on down the line. And every year when it comes out, I can't wait. Well, honestly, nothing wrong with regular Bernheim, but they should never make it again and only make this. <laughs> um, and, and and again, this is coming from somebody who's consumed quite a bit of Bernheim because it's an excellent whiskey. But, Lord, this is like Bernheim turned to 11. This is delicious. I mean, just yeah. absolutely delicious. Yeah. It's, I can't even... I can, it's going to be hard to go back and have the regular stuff and say, oh, yeah, this was good. Yeah. When this is so much better, it's like they, they've made a right step here. Yeah. It's I, I again, I'm sure they cherry pick barrels um, to make this release. But just wow. You know, just leave. Yeah. You know, just dump the cast. Leave it alone. Put it in the bottle. Send it to me. I will drink it. I will be very, very, very happy. Yeah. Alan, what you think? I thought it was a lovely bourbon. Um Sort of in the middle range, a little bit on the light side, but it did have some great flavors in there. It, it it was complex in the palate, both dry and smooth. It had oaky flavors to it. The finish was absolutely terrific, smooth and long. And the nose was very clean and, you know, chocolatey, hay-like, uh, you know, hay-like, uh, smells came to me as well and it all went down great i got dulce de leche on the nose that's what jumped out at me yeah. it was that creamy rich creamy sweet almost i not quite caramel but almost caramelized and it's just like alan said on the palate it's it's clean it's crisp it's it's precise the flavors you're getting out of it aren't muddled um i got some beautiful dry oak on the front. I got burnt toffee, vanilla custard, just a hint of white pepper on the back palate. Um, I got the cherries, the very dark, 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 sweet cherries on the center of the tongue. And the finish on it is fantastic. It just goes on and on. I mean, it, it, it's it's an excellent whiskey. They've done a really good job with this one. Justin? I The nose on this one, I got some azaleas, vanilla, sea salt caramel a little bit of that new car smell on the palate creamy mouth oh, now there's one i have never heard before <laughs> cocoa i haven't seen a new car in a long time yeah i do remember what it smells like um spice on the finish it's long and luxurious when you open up a wheat whiskey like this you hope it's going to be just like this and air and a little water just helped it out yeah this is not your typical weeder no, a hundred percent, completely the opposite of your typical weeder. Right. So I'm hoping that the next release, I'm hoping that all the releases come out are are like this, because this is very different, and I'm enjoying the heck out of it. So people uh, are going to be, I think they're going to be clamoring after this one, like they are the, yeah, you know, there some of the other barrel proofs that they have, the barrel proof larceny and the, you know, and stuff like that, and they're going to be. I think they're going to catch on quickly about this one. I hope they don't catch on too quickly. Yeah. But. And again, I've, I've been drinking Bernheim for years and years and years. I've always enjoyed it. You won't go back now, will you? I, well, 
I'm also that idiot who still has the old bottle when it had that giant like copper plated medallion on the front the the cool old bottle so when i buy a bottle of it i pour it into that old bottle and throw the new (laughs) bottle out so i used to do the same thing with uh uh, cabo wabo back when sammy hagar still owned it and had the old bottles that were hand blown i would buy the new stuff and pour it into the old buyers there's probably still five or six of the old bottles around here because i'm i'm an idiot so So I still have, you we're know, the old bottle there. On that, yeah, you know, <laughs> well, we don't have to. I mean, I, I freely admit my stupidity. Um, but yeah, this one is just—it's completely off profile from the regular Bernheim, and I'm really kind of digging it. Nothing's wrong here. What are we going to rate this one, Bob? Well, we're going to be rating the Bernheim Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey Barrel Proof A223, a well-deserved four sips. Very That's well deserved. Classified. All right, so Justin's going to tell us about our next whiskey. So we're going to talk about Davies County Lightly Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Light toasted, 96 proof, 48% alcohol by volume. Davies County is familiar to fans, fans of the show. And Yeah, my spelling have, stinks. What do you want from me? And as we have discussed several of their whiskeys on past episodes... Named in honor of Davies County, Kentucky, which boasts a long history of distilled spirits and iconic distilleries, and we'll talk more after the break. We'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and Justin was just starting to tell us about our next whiskey, which is the Davies County, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Lightly Toasted. So finish telling us what you're telling us. So this limited edition whiskey features Davies County's signature combination of ride and weeded mash bells, aged over four years before being finished in lightly toasted American oak barrels. On the nose, I kind of got that. And it may not have MGP rye, but I'm getting that MGP rye mint signature smell on it. Well, since it's a bourbon, it, yeah, it definitely has none of that MGP rye in it whatsoever. But okay, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Well, it didn't say it has a ride and weeded mash bill, so there's some rye in there somewhere. Yeah, bourbon with rye in it. You know, bourbon with rye in it. Right. Bur- bourbon with rye in the grain bill, not rye whiskey. Hmm. Hmm. We call it. We call it rye. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a little disjointed right out of the bottle, but with a drop of water in it and letting it air out for about a half hour. It smoothed it out a lot. It had like a nice balance after time. So I would crack open this bottle, watch a sitcom, and then start drinking it. And uh, that was that was pretty decent. What did you think, Alan? I thought it was really interesting uh, whiskey. Um, I liked the sweetness that I got on it right away. It started out light amber. I always had a little bit of water to it. But it was refreshing, grassy, and honey-like. Has a lot and a lot of nice flavors to it. The oak, caramel, and uh, on the palate, very, very smooth, very delicious. I even picked up some pipe tobacco notes on that. Uh, just really lovely, lovely, and um, the finish smooth, long, and dry. Okay, you know, you can have a dry finish, but it still be smooth and still be long. And so, you know, it, it started out 
nice and sweet, ended up a bit on the dry side. I think it was pretty complex, and I think it worked really well together. Yeah, I think, um, you know, this is, they say limited edition on this, and so you just wonder how long they'll keep it around, but it, it is very pleasant. You get, do on the nose, you get those sweetness uh, sweetness notes of, yep. of the same, some of the same kind that you got from the last bourbon of that caramel and the vanilla, you know, but it's got a little bit of a wood, woodiness to this one as well. And then on the palate, you get those, some of those same notes, but I got some, you know, I got some peanuts in there and uh, brown sugar, a little bit of tobacco leaf. You said the pipe tobacco, I think tobacco leaf. And then on that finish, I got a little bit of coconut on the finish. Mm-hmm. It's what, where that came through for me. And, uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it's um, uh, you know one to keep around, one to definitely try. If you see this one on the shelf, one to pick up and try for sure. Yeah, and then, you know what? Now, as I'm sipping it later on and later on, I'm getting sort of tropical fruits out of yep. this mm-hmm. thing. Good by the pool whiskey. Yeah, especially at a nude beach. Yeah. yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, this one's, uh, well, we've done several from Davies County, um, and this is from the fellas at Lux Row. This is one of their one of their lines, and everyone we've done has been very interesting. I mean, we haven't had a clunker in the series so far, and this one doesn't disappoint either. Um, on the nose, I when we first opened it, I got like warm cream of wheat cereal. That's kind of blown off a little bit, and now I'm getting the caramel and the honey getting the sweetness on it you know getting the more typical nose but on the palate um you know sweet sticky kind of dark caramel on the front uh, a little bit of vanilla um i got the peanuts on the back palate um a little bit of brown sugar i definitely got the the like like sweet pipe tobacco you know when yeah. when they open that pouch and you get that that whiff straight out of it um yeah, like if you walk through the, if you where they're hanging tobacco and stuff, mm-hmm. it's kind of what it reminded me of a little bit. But yeah, it's everyone's got their own version of the tobacco, but it's a little bit in there. You know, you get you pick up a little bit of that. Yeah, and that's I'm picking that up on the nose now as well, just just right at the very tip. But this one's this is one that has evolved significantly since we've opened it, and um, and with a, just a, a drop or two of water has also really opened it up a lot. When we first when I first took it, it was it was a little bit closed, but after a couple of drops of water, it seemed to really really seemed to flourish. So, um, you know, definitely uh, again another good effort from the guys at Davies County. I mean, what can you say? They're they're you know they're doing a good job there. So. We're going to be rating the Davies County Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Lightly Toasted a well-deserved three sips. Interesting. So that takes us on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Alan tell us about that one. The one we're going to be tasting next is Jack Daniels Distillery Series Straight Tennessee Rye Whiskey finished in high-toast oak barrels. It's Maple barrels. Maple barrels. Uh, is that what I said? Oh no, maple. Maple barrels. I'm yep. sorry. It's a uh, hundred and one proof. Pretty strong stuff. It's the ninth release from the Jack Daniels Distillery series. Eighth. <laughs> Put your glasses on. <laughs> oh, no wonder. Yeah, you're reading the wrong one. Okay. <laughs> 
The Expression is the eighth release of the Jack Daniels Distillery Series, formerly known as Tennessee Tasters. This experimental line is available only in Tennessee, and each expression is bottled in a 375 ml bottle. Jack Daniels Distillery Series Toasted Maple Barrel Rye is a straight Tennessee rye whiskey, originally barreled on March seven on March 2017, then finished in a high toast, no char maple barrels in September of 2021. This expression was selected by master taster Josh Phillips. And there's a reason why he's a master taster, because this is actually a very, very, very nice whiskey. The color of it is a burnt amber. And of course, with me, I always add a bit of water uh, to open it up, which makes the, the whiskey a bit lighter in color. Uh, the first thing I got out of it on the nose was burning twigs, um, which was very interesting. I didn't think that was going to happen. But on the palate, the whiskey was light. It was dry, almost an aperitif style. And yet... As you drank it, the maple sweetness came out. The finish was extremely complex, both sweet and salty. I thought this was a very, very lovely whiskey. Yeah, when I had this on the nose, I originally wrote down field of flowers. It was very floral. It was like, you know, like you're walking through a field of flowers. I There's very few that do that where it kind of overpowered it on the nose a little bit. Uh, on, on the same on the palate, I got... A lot of those floral notes on the palate, dried cherries. I got some of the rye notes that came through with this. Um, but you would never, ever pick this as a Jack Daniels. You know, so if you gave this to somebody and said, who's made this? They would never say yeah. Jack Daniels. They'll pick they'll pick a dozen different places. But and that's what's Jack exciting Daniels. with Jack right now is because it, they, yeah, just, they're experimenting and they're, they're yeah, coming they're out right. with some really interesting, really different things, you know, completely different from what they did. I mean, they're still making, you know, old number seven. They're still sticking to tradition, but they're also branching out a little, which is great to see. All these this major stories have to do that in a way or, you know, I mean, but they have a great following. I mean, they are. I mean, they are Tennessee whiskey, you know. So yeah, it's, well, they yeah, exactly. They 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 hold the standard and they keep doing what they're doing, but they're big enough to where they can also do other stuff too. Yep, you know, and they're so, doing it well. Yeah, you know, well, they have one of the best teams in the business. Mm -hmm. yeah. Justin, what do you think about this? So I think that the wood in this expression is very well balanced. I got like maple and oak on the nose, the palate. I got a nice mid palate hit, and then for the finish. It was long on the back palate. I think water washed it out a little bit for me, but um, I did enjoy it. Is that all you got? That's all I got. <laughs> Man, it was more than three words. Let's yeah, you know, exactly. give us wow. a round of applause. Yeah, that was like 11. Holy I cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> applause for him here. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one this one really kind of sang to me. I really enjoyed this finish. Um, you know, when you see the high toast maple barrels people start thinking maple syrup that's not what you're getting here that's, it's a maple, not at all it's a maple, it's maple wood, wood. right right it's never held yeah i mean other than sap running through the maple tree perhaps but there's you know it's not maple syrup at all right um it's definitely got some sweetness to it but it's not 
cloying. It's not sticky. It's not syrupy. I'm with you on the nose. The first thing I thought was was a giant field full of flowers. It's sweet on the nose. The nose is a little bit creamy on the palate. On the palate, I get um, I get a sweet pipe tobacco on the front palate. Um, I definitely get that maple wood finish. Um, it's sweet and it's a little bit dry in the center of the palate for me. Um, it's creamy on the back palate, but it's got some really interesting layers to it. So I, th- I think this one's a winner. I think they should consider doing some more of this because I think the maple barrels really mm-hmm. seem to pal- pair well with with their rye whiskey. I believe so. Um, so hopefully this is something they'll continue to do. Um but I thought, you know, I thought a very good effort, um, you know, and these are experiments. So, you know, they're basically putting them out saying, hey, try them. Let us, try let us, know, let what us you know, know what you think. You, you know, know, is there, you going to come back to it? And if so, yeah. then maybe we can make it a regular. Yeah. And I mean, regular. for something that's an experiment in the first try, I, th- I thought I thought they did pretty good. You know, if they keep working on this one, they could really yeah, develop this. I think into something. anything that they're doing right now is experimental. Yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, I think we're going to be six years eight years down the road before we see it, like on the yeah. regular on the shelf. Yeah. I mean, if you took a six, seven, eight year whiskey and then finished it in that barrel, I, I think it would be even, even right. vastly better than this. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, who knows? You n- you never know, but, um, yeah, this one kind of, this one I kind of enjoyed. So, uh, we're going to be rating the, uh, Jack Daniels, uh, distillery straight Tennessee rye whiskey finished in high toast maple barrels. Well-deserved three sips. Interesting. So Bob, tell us about the next one. All right. So that brings us to our next one here, which is the Jack Daniels distillery series, straight Tennessee rye whiskey finished in high toast, uh, oak barrels. I think I just heard this. So you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's a repeat. <laughs> I was going to read the other one and then have you correct me. Tag team back so, again. Yeah. So it's 50.5% ABB. It's 101 proof, um, non-age statement like all the ones in here. I mean, they do give us a, a few dates in it, but they don't put an age statement on it. Uh, this is the ninth release because this is the one that came after the one before uh, from the Jack Daniels Distillery Series. Uh, this was originally barreled in the summer of 2014. And then it was rebarreled in uh, high toast, no char oak barrels uh, in October of 2019. It was selected by master taster Lexi Phillips. So if you know Jack Daniels, you know that name. You know, Lexi is Lexi is awesome. Sweet gal. I mean, extremely talented. Um, They're lucky to have her there. They've got a great team at Jack. They really, really do. Um, and this one here, I think she did a great job on it. It's got beautiful color. You know, like a dark, dark bronze on the nose. I get the vanilla. I get the oak. Like damp brown sugar, maybe with a little butter. And on the palate, hmm. This is the one that's got the most oomph to it for me. Um, it's dry oak on the front palette for me. I definitely get some tannin on it up front. It's got a full mouthfeel, coat your whole tongue. I get a little bit of uh, barrel char on the back palette. Definitely get the full rye spice in this one. Um, this one's 
this one I did. Yeah, this one's got a little bit more to it. What do you think, Brent? Yeah. <clears throat> the one thing I wrote down is, you know, everybody gets a fruitcake at Christmas, you know, or we used to. And there's always the good fruitcake and the bad fruitcake. Not in my house. You show up my house a fruitcake, I'll probably <laughs> shoot you. This is the good fruitcake where it's got those those dried fruits that come through with it. You know, you got the, you also get that barrel char with it, a little bit of sweetness with the, on it and stuff. So it's it's different in that whole aspect of it, you know, and uh, you can see why they why they've done what they've, what they've done here and what they're looking to do, and I like how this one's going. So, Alan? I have to tell you, I like this one a good bit. It's got a, a rich brown color and a creamy nose with, I get like carnival candy type of hmm. bouquet in there. Why, I don't know, but I get that candiness in there. Uh, the palate is great. I get some nuts on it, uh, cashews and uh, pecan. And um, finish, dry and long. You can't beat that on a product like this. And I just think it's a nice product. Yeah, I definitely, you're right. I get the, I get the, the, the tannin from the, I get that bitterness from like walnuts and pecans. I missed that one. So, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, what do you think, Justin? You pick it up. Yep. I, I definitely got I got candy corn like you get at Halloween on the nose. Got a good rye hit, some cedar. Uh, there's a nice char on the palate. This isn't someone I would a whiskey I would give to someone who's never had whiskey before. But someone who's. Wait, wait. You talk to people that haven't had whiskey before? Yeah, I just went to a wedding with one. You let them in your house? No. I, oh, thank I God. I go to the middle of Florida and visit them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you're out in the sticks. Okay. I get it. Yeah. That's where he dances with the children. Yeah, you go to them. Yeah. <laughs> he's not allowed to do that anymore. According to the court order, he's supposed to stay 50 yards away from them. So oh. don't get him in trouble. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, his parole officer is going to find out about this, and we're going to have a problem. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would give this to someone who's branching out and wants some adventure in their in their whiskey drinking. I think that was nine or ten words. Man, he's really stretching he's out. He's stretching it today. I Jeez. had five or six before and then two or three after. You long-winded son of a guy. I mean, good Lord. Apparently, it's the Justin word. show today. How do, yeah. we sh- how do we slow him down? See, oh that's God. what happens when you meet a flat fee attorney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't waste time. We've been paid. We just want to resolve the case. Well, the nice thing about both of these is, is and, and I've been saying it for since they started releasing it, is jack's rye is fantastic mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i mean really um they we just picked a barrel yeah, for our we charity had to, we had a pl- we had the pleasure to go there and pick a barrel you so, know, so. At, at at the risk of offending them it's amazing right out of the barrel with the copper thief right into your glass well most whiskey is at that you know at that point but um yeah we were able to go pick a barrel of barrel proof rye to benefit on our flight um raise some money for our veterans um but 
honestly, they they said here's just here's what you can get. And when I saw the barrel proof ride, that's the one I immediately went for because yeah. that's honestly I think is one of the most exciting things that they're doing right now is their rye whiskeys because those are really coming out and they're really you know they're starting to mature. They're coming out at, at the right ages now. Amazing. Yeah. So and I would I would recommend if anybody gets a chance to do a barrel pick with their, one of their local groups or uh, one of their local bars or restaurants or or liquor stores that they should go and do that. They should take advantage of mm-hmm. it and do it. Oh, it's fun. It's a it's yeah. a great experience, you well, know. Especially if you go to Jack, because it's a cool place. It's a cool town. And uh, if you're lucky enough, you get to eat at Miss Mary Bobo's. And yeah. You don't walk out of that place well, not, you know, hungry. Everybody is so nice in that town. Shout they, out to the people at the Squires. They were so nice. Yeah. And they have a few barrels over there. Yeah, one out. or two. Well, yeah. one or, yeah. Well, we're going to be rating the... We're going to be rating the Jack Daniels Distillery Straight Rye and High Toast Barrels. Three sips. Interesting. Hey, and we're back. And we are tasting some Jack Daniels uh, releases here. So uh, we're going to have uh, Brent tell us about our next one. Thanks, Bob. This next one is a Jack Daniels Distillery Series Straight Tennessee Whiskey finished with toasted pecan wood chips. It's 60% ABV or 120 proof. Jack Daniels Distillery Series Selection number 10 is a straight Tennessee whiskey barreled in charred white oak and finished with toasted pecan wood chips to add depth and character. Selected by longtime Jack Daniels employee Randy the Goose Baxter. So, Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. Goose, yeah, I know. I think he may have stole that uh, the Goose term, you know, but uh, yeah, that makes him pretty popular there. Oh, I know. I knew. I when I was a kid, I knew a guy named Goose. So I knew a Goose before, before the Top Goose Gun Goose. Goose. So yeah, I yeah. think yeah, Goose is around. Yeah, Goose it's, has been. Goose it's has in been public around. domain. He can take it. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start off by saying of the of these this these series that they have here, mm-hmm. this was my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this one, um, the, I get an initial woo, you know, that Rick Well, number Flair one, this is, this is Tennessee whiskey is supposed to rise. So this is a different whiskey, but yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. Cool. You know, so I mean, I, but you know, I got the, I got the cherry, the vanilla, I got a strong wood tannins. And I think that's what kind of, what kind of turned me off about it. If you like wood, I think this one's for you. But for me, the wood tannins were a little bit overpowering. I, a lot of, a lot of pepper, a lot of clove. Uh, you know, for that that tingling mouthfeel and stuff, but yeah. with the wood and the and the pepper, it just didn't it just didn't kind of click for me. I just it wasn't cohesive enough um, to really kind of bring me around to say, yeah, this is uh, this is great. I want to go out and get another one. Uh, this, you know, the other two, very impressed with them. Yeah. This one here. It's hard to explain that even though I that what I sound like is like oh I love wood tannins and I love the pepper and I love yeah. cherry and vanilla, but it just doesn't click for me. I th- yeah I I get where you're coming from. I think if they would have done you know like internal staves, you know like oh uh, like Maker's Forty Six or something, right. I think it would have been different. I think maybe the chips gave it too much surface area and did too much extraction on the pecan wood i can kind of see where they were trying to go with it but i'm with you i this one's it's a little over finished for me um you know i got it, it straight out of the bottle yeah definitely not not one that i was really excited about but once i add a little water then you actually started getting some different flavors out of it um so 
if you know taking it down a couple of proof first off it's 120 proof i think if they would have bottled this at 101 like the last other, two that we did ones yeah i think it would have i think it would have suited it much better um but i think they also left the i think they let it finish just a little bit long i mean for me but it it you know it depends some people really really want you know the higher you know the higher wood extract in it so yeah if you're if you're like a wood guy and you want that you want those wood this is for you that was my name when i did those films in the 70s but we don't talk about that because i needed the money it's don't judge me (laughs) i thought you were the fluffer no i was i was known as wood guy yeah Uh, woods yeah what do you think justin so on the nose i got um if they made lucky charms milk a whiskey I kind of got that a little bit of the speaking of the seventies, the a grasshopper kind of nose on it. I got cream soda, creme de menthe, marshmallows on the palate. I got some serious wood on it, and a little bit you're, of caramel. You're talking about the whiskey, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just want to clarify. This it's a time family I'm show. talking about the whiskey. Yeah, family show. Right. NPR, buddy. Right. <laughs> caramel on the back palate, um, but it fades to finish fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it finished from the middle of my palate to the front, which was kind of a cool move. But um, that was initially when I had it. Now it just sticks to back palate fade fast. But I thought it was fine. I mean, I'm yeah. never going to complain about 120 proof whiskey. No, so thank was, you, Jack. It was definitely it was <laughs> it, it was an interesting experiment. Um, and and honestly, I, I anything anything different, anything weird. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, it's it, not enough to be a geek whiskey, though. Yeah, no, it's no. Not, it doesn't go that far. No, no. But make but, them. Um, we'll talk about them. We but love that. I, yeah. People yeah. ask me all the time. They say, "What's your favorite whiskey?" And I go, "Man, it changes from minute to minute." I said, yeah. "But honestly, the weird ones, the odd ones, the one-offs, um, the different finishes, the experiments. I learn more from that sort of stuff than I ever do from like you know." I can sit there and drink, you know, like 21-year-old McCowan all day long. I can sit there and drink George C. Stagg all day long. It just tastes great, you know, but you don't learn anything more. When you try the different ones like this, it's when you actually start learning stuff. I think I'm a masochist because my favorite whiskey is discontinued whiskey. If you Mm. look on my shelf, the ones I like to grab are the ones I can't get anymore. Sounds like a personal problem. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's more of a personal problem. Yeah, I think it's personal. <laughs> yeah. Alan, what do you think about this one here? here? I, I kind of liked it. Um, there's things I liked about it. There's things that I thought could have been different. Um, a dry whiskey, a nice finish to it. I did get some uh, flavors of hazelnuts and cashews. The nose was nice, creamy, you know, lovely. Uh I wouldn't say it didn't deliver. It did deliver, but it wasn't, it didn't go as great from my taste profile as some yeah. of the others. Yeah, I would. think you, I th- right. Everybody has their own pro- taste profile, and this is made for some people, but I don't know if it's made for the masses. Yeah. 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 Again, that's I, the think, way I, I think that's if they would have put if it. They'd have went with pecan wood staves as opposed to chips and not got so much extraction, I think this would have been a very, different whiskey yeah i think this could have been a very good when i and when i say ladies whiskey i'm not meaning just for ladies for anybody but you know on the lighter side i think this could be very nice whiskey yeah well we're going to be rating the jack daniels series straight tennessee whiskey finish with toasted pecan wood chips uh two sips well isn't that nice 
So let's go to our next whiskey. We're going to have Alan tell us about that one. Which one do you think he's going to tell us about? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm going to talk about number six. And number six was the, was it the Jack Daniels twice barreled single malt whiskey? That's he's it. He's on the one. He's really See that? Yep. See that? Okay. It's on the money. <laughs> so this whiskey, um, it's a single malt meaning that's 100% malted barley, just what they do in Scotland when they make single malt scotch whiskey. So to me, this is a really great experiment. I have a tremendous love for single malt scotch whiskey, and I have a, a tremendous idea that we in America can do something with single malt, 100% barley whiskey, uh, we haven't been doing this for a long time in this country. And I think this is a great opportunity to start building something new, something different that may or may not develop into a really saleable product. Having said that, the Jack Daniels twice barreled American single malt whiskey at uh, 105.7 proof is a very, very, very nice example. For the first time in history, the Jack Daniels Distillery is introducing a 100% malted barley grain bill with the new Jack Daniels twice-barreled special release American single malt finished in Oloroso sherry casks. There you go. There's a lot of stuff going on here, boys and girls. This release begins with 100% malted barley that is ground, fermented, and distilled in Lynchburg, Tennessee. The whiskey passes through Jack's traditional charcoal mellowing process and then matures in new charred American oak barrels for at least four years. It is then finished in a for an additional two-year period in the finest quality Spanish Oloroso sherry casks from the Antonino Perez Lobado Cooperage before being bottled at cask proof between 106 and 107 proof. Well, I can tell you, the color of this whiskey is just gorgeous. It's got a reddish tint to a already uh, deep brown mahogany. I would call this a Bombay mahogany color. Uh, it looks very, very, very appealing. And as I take the first nose and, you know, everybody out there that knows me knows that I'm sort of like slanted towards single malt scotch whiskey. But as I take a nose of this, that sherry comes in so beautifully and so soothing. It, it, it really makes your mouth water. On the palate, it's a big, big flavor in the mouth. Um, it's creamy. It's woody. It's, it's got some sugars to it, which I think is really from the uh, sherry cast, but it is so well balanced that I am really pleased with this whiskey. What do you think, Brent? 
I must have been drinking a different whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) For me, when I first had this, it was like sniffing a cloud. I wasn't really, I didn't really get a lot out of it. I had to add water to it. And then I got a little bit of uh, like a cream of wheat or, you know, like a breakfast cereal kind of thing, a hot cereal kind of nose to it. And then on the palate, you know, we always talk about, you know, the, the, the cask, you know, just overpower it. Does it take over it or not? I don't know that they needed the cask for this. I, I don't know that it did enough to make a difference that it comes through. I mean, you add a little bit of water and you get that that sherry, uh, that Oloroso cask finish come through. But I, I don't know. I just didn't get it. I just didn't think it needed it for me. I, I kind of missed it a little bit. Well, I got it. I got it on the nose. I didn't get so much of the sherry on the palate, um, but I definitely got it on the nose, especially in the deep back in the nose. Um, but again, a breakfast cereal, cream of wheat, um, multi note on the front, um, light sherry on the nose um, with a little bit of water. It really opened the palate up on this. Um, definitely add water to this one. It was rich and full. I got the maltiness. I got the creaminess. Um, I got this sherry eventually on the exhale after it got some air and some water, um, but really, really interesting. And and I'm very excited what's going on with American single malt. So what do you think, Justin? So when I was a kid, my mom used to burn these kerosene lamps that had like this distinctive smell. So I got that smell, uh, which I like that smell. Uh, I got candle wax. I got sherry vanilla after water. I kind of got that umami that really good ramen has. Your mommy or his mommy? You mommy. Oh, my mommy. Yeah. Your mommy. <laughs> Great malt, cream soda. The finish was soft and long. I had this at the cigar thing, and uh, with a bunch of cigars, it really tastes different. All right. What do you think? Well, we're going to be rating the Jack Daniels Twice Barreled American Single Malt Whiskey, a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. So we're going to have Justin tell us quickly, because we're running out of time. we still got two whiskeys about the one from Redline. Redline Elements Batch 1. 50.5 proof. Nope. Alcohol by volume, 101 proof. Mashable, 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley. Founded by Taylor Morley and his family, Redline Whiskey is named after the visible red line in a barrel stave just below char level, where the wood sugars have caramelized. Their elements release is a blend of five-year-old bourbon sourced from MGP that have been finished in Amborana barrels. Amborana is a type of Brazilian hardwood. On the nose, I got huge brown sugar, caramel, grapefruit, mandarin, orange. And I really love the nose on this one. On the palate, it was sweet. I got root beer. The finish, there wasn't much of a finish. What do you think, Alan? I'm still thinking about the hardwood. <laughs> as well you should alan as well you should i can only think about it these days <laughs> all i can say all i can say is that those amber barrels it puts out it gives a cinnamon flavor to it the whole it's thing. like eating the a cinnamon, giant cinnamon bun. cinnamon bun yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah. i think this is what it does to it you know yeah. so but it's not cinnamon like cinnamon whiskey like a fireball like kind of thing where it's sticky sweet right. and gross. No, no, no. it's uh it's yeah. clean it's yeah. right it's the bakery the bakery yeah. cinnamon that you get you know so yeah it's definitely a very very cool finish i think they uh i think they're onto something with using these barrels and 
you know, we'll definitely see what comes out, you know, with future releases on this one. Yeah. I, I was very impressed with this whiskey. Very impressed. Well, we're going to rate the uh, red wine elements. Uh, well-deserved three sips. Interesting. That brings us to our last one, which is the Redline Cast Strengths, barrel number 142, 158.5% ABV, six years old, mash bill is 75 corn, 21 rye, and 4% malted barley. It's got a classic bourbon nose on it, sweet. I'm getting oak, brown sugar, a little bit of spiciness. Um, on the palate, I'm getting sort of a vanilla custardy on the center of the palate. What'd you get, Brent? Yeah, I got like a like a Dr Pepper vanilla cream soda yeah, kind of definitely flavor. Definitely Dr Pepper, you know, yeah. with that with the with that clove and pepper spice combined to it, you know, to give you that little tingling sensations that coats your mouth. That's, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, that Justin? Dr Pepper thing yeah. came out. Yeah, Justin. So Brent covered the palate on the nose. I got like a good corn whiskey hit, barley, and some rice pudding action, and it was a nice long finish. Needs water though. Yeah, what'd you think, Alan? I thought it was pleasant. I thought it was lively. I thought it was a lovely, lovely whiskey to experiment with. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, these are new players in the business. And uh, these two, I think, uh, right out of the gate are pretty damn good. So we're going to be rating the uh, Redline Cast Strength Barrel 142. Well-deserved three sips. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our co-host for joining us. Thank you, Brent. Thank you for having me in the basement. I enjoy it. Well, that's where we usually keep you is in the basement. Well, I know, but sometimes I see sunlight. Yeah, on occasion. And thank you, Alan. Hey, it's a pleasure to be back. And thank you, Justin. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Well, for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob. We thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. And we didn't have bad whiskey today. Yeah, we didn't have any bad whiskey today. No, they were all pretty good. I mean, when you have a lineup like this, it's hard to go wrong, right? I'm actually going back to that first one from Redline, the Amberana. That that cinnamon that bun cinnamon is... cinnamon bun is kind of... Dude, it's, it is like going standing... <laughs> it's like standing in line at the Cinnabon factory, and then, you know, they hand the, you the big thing. It's just not quite as sweet, so it's yeah. it's really cool. It's like you're, like you're there in the mall. Yeah, <laughs> some very interesting stuff they're doing with this wood, so good yeah. luck to them. Not too shabby. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap... Just tap it in. ...the subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a 
one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.